Hello, everybody. Welcome to Throne of Games. I am Matthew Nagy. I am the lead designer and economist on Time Raiders. I've come back from the future. I can promise you that the future looks very bright. I've come back from the future today to host this show. It's looking good. Everything is great. Um, I've got my co-host with me, John Reed, who is the executive Hi, producer of Time Raiders. Hey, John. Hi. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm, yeah, essentially lead projects, et cetera, et cetera, and all that. <laughs> if, it can, if, it, if, it can't, if John can't do it, it can't be done. That's, that's the, what we say. So, you know, so all good. All right, fantastic. Well, great. We got some listeners joining. So um, today we have a really um, interesting topic. Oh, actually, let me do that. Uh, for those of you joining, um, you know, this show is hosted by Time Raiders um, as part of our PR for the game, which we'll, we are uh, finishing the beta development for you guys to be able to join and, and we can actually start planning a proper launch. Yes. Um, uh, the If you want to get more information about Time Raiders, you can go to just Linktree slash Time Raiders, which will give you all of our links to our various social media. Of course, if you want to get in on kind of um, the um, community, you join us on Discord at just discord.gg slash time raiders. And obviously you're already on Twitter right now. So you know how to get us here. But go to Linktree slash time raiders and you can get all of the links, anything you want, news, telegram, blah, blah, blah. Right. So let's talk about the news for a minute because it's very interesting. There's, you guys saw last week Microsoft were trying to buy blizzard activision and they got blocked in the uk by the cma that is crazy they prevented them from acquiring the proposed activision but they were concerned why were they were concerned they were concerned that the deal was going to alter the future of the fast-growing cloud gaming market leading to reduced innovation and less choice for UK gamers over the years to come. Um, what an interesting thing for the CMA. You know, the CMA, there's like the Monopolies Commission, but they're also like, you know, they're also pro, obviously they're, they're UK based and, you know, they, they, they're looking out for UK gamers. What do you think about that, John? It's an interesting one, isn't it? I mean, obviously, yeah. It's 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 also been highlighted by PlayStation. Obviously, PlayStation wanted to block it because, well, obvious for obvious reasons. Um, as far as sort of the reduced innovation, I'm not sure it's going to make a lot of difference to innovation in, in general. Um, but the the big one was always going to be Call of Duty, wasn't it? So the big impact of Call of Duty over, you know, with Microsoft owning it and owning all the sort of the choice and the options of where it goes. Even though they were saying that, uh, yeah, they'd be sharing the they sign a deal to guarantee that uh, Call of Duty would be available on all other platforms, including PlayStation, for the next, what, 10 to 15 years or whatever. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. But the, really, I think that that's that's the crux of it. Let's face it. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, maybe Diablo. Diablo 4 is clearly coming out on, on PlayStation 4, uh, 5. Um, so the, I guess the, the big Activision and Blizzard 
um, products are going to be yeah, Diablo, Call of Duty, Warcraft, but Warcraft not hasn't really touched any of the consoles yet. So no, yeah, exactly. Like yeah, like it, it wouldn't. But I, I actually personally, I kind of. I think it's an interesting decision, you know, because Microsoft are, you know, they're, they're making whatever promises to, to jump through whatever loops. But I just think it's a very interesting decision. Um, you know, as companies get bought, as companies get bigger and bigger and bigger, they don't necessarily make decisions that are what's good for the world. They make decisions True. about what's good for their pockets. Hmm. So, you know, not to be a, a doomsayer, but I kind of think the CMA, I think they, they were onto something there, you know, by, by suggesting, yeah. suggesting. You it. Think what? You think they're looking out for all of our best interests? Well, they're looking out for the UK's best interests, certainly. True. <laughs> Which True, is, but I... I don't think it's just going to be the UK's monopoly commission. This is just the first round. You know, well, just... I know, I know. I don't think it. I don't <laughs> think it'll be blocked. I mean, Microsoft said, "Eh, we'd rather do business in Europe anyway," you know, which is <laughs> <laughs> typical Microsoft. Not, you know, not not. Let's address the issue. Okay, we promise X, Y, and Z, but eh, we'll go somewhere else. You know, <laughs> but it's not like it's not like this is the first time that Microsoft has been in front of the monopolies commission. Yeah, was well, it, 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 yeah. Well, it was. Um, it was either Windows XP or whichever one was that was starting to make all the waves, and the the fact that they weren't giving users, PC users, uh, the opportunity to use other browsers. Yeah. So they've they've had some reacts. They know what's coming. So I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure they could be you know come up with better solutions that would get them around the problem. Yeah, there's that as well. So, but anyway, it's not the only news. The other news today is the 4th of May. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> Jedi Survivor was released. Da, 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 da. Jedi Survivor is out. I, you know, it brings up an interesting thought. I mean, I, I love the look of the game. The advertising was so nice on the bus hoarding my wife actually said "Ooh, there's a new star wars movie coming out and i'm like that actually that's that's only a game but it's really funny because let's think about this how many games have been um over the years have come from movies i mean my background guys for those of you who know you know my first two jobs in the games industry i've been in the games industry over 25 years I was the designer of Alien Trilogy. I took three Alien movies and made a game out of it. And I was the designer of Die Hard Trilogy. Again, that was when Die Hard 3 was coming out. And, and I, you know, I took all the material from I could glean from the first three movies and, and, and made a game design for, for my company, which was Probe Entertainment at the time, which were then acquired by Acclaim. But um, so, like, I, I, you know, I'm very au fait with movies becoming games. But this is just such an interesting thing. How many games do you guys think Star Wars has, has generated? And we actually have the answer. I'm wondering, what do we do? Do we take a poll or do we, do we just do the reveal? 
Shall we? Oh, let, shall, let, let's do a poll. Let's not reveal the answer quite yet, although everybody's going to be able to Google it. But um, I was yeah. going to say this is this is a tricky one. So I think you need these to prerequisite this. Um, okay. Yeah. How, how many video games with the Star Wars title um, have appeared on across PC, arcade, and console? So not including pinball and mobile. Okay, good. Yeah, good. So, guys, get your answers in there, and then uh, we'll we'll do the reveal. We'll do the reveal for you in a bit. But what do you got? You know, what do you guys think about movies becoming games? And of course, some games have also become movies, and not with the same amount of success always. But you know, what do we think about this? I've got my opinions, John. Let, let's inv- let's uh let, let's hear what you have to say. And for all the listeners, maybe you could type some some things into the into the chat. So this is this is movies becoming games or games becoming movies. Okay, let's start with movies becoming games. Like movies becoming games. Oh golly. Okay, well, there's not always been much success on that, is there? So I I remember many years ago the Jurassic Park games. I the, uh, the arcade Jurassic Park was. Was brilliant because they they you know, utilized the the, the um, time crisis type type solution, so it made it a lot of fun. Different different style there. Definitely. But when it came Definitely. to uh, video games, they've they've taken a long time to get somewhere. Uh, Evolution's been massively popular, but when it was just the Jurassic Park games that just rode off the back of the films, God, they they weren't necessarily that great. Um, I can't think of too many others off the top of my head right now, but um, certainly, yeah, there's there's been a few fun ones, but so often, so often they've just been a uh, a, a run of the mill mid mid range quality um, game that's been rushed out because you know nobody's really had time to think about it since the the, sort of the conception of the film um, when they've tried to do. You know, concurrent releases, but uh, yeah, oh, that, what, that what do you is think? a big thing. Uh, well, I, I'm not. I, I'm I'm partly in agreement with you. I think when it, when we first started doing it, I think that the Alien trilogy game and the Die Hard trilogy game, uh, you know, I mean, okay, I was the designer of them, but I think that both of those games were true to the movie, yet were able to take the plot and make something new. And I think that's the big thing that, you know, if, if it's simply you're playing an indirect version of the movie, you already know the ending. You already know the plot. And, you know, a two hour movie trying to translate into a, um, you know, 20 to 40 hours of video gaming experience. Yeah. You know, there are certain limitations unless the genre is chosen well. But, uh, you yes. know, but and I did bring this up last week as well, but. When I designed Alien Trilogy, for example, I put the movies in a different order in order to tell a slightly different story based on the, the plots of the three movies. And the first time I would see somebody playing the game and a face hugger would jump up on the screen and, and mm. cover the whole screen like it was covering their face and see the person freak out. Like I was like, yes, okay, we've got it. We we definitely nailed the <laughs> the essence of of the alien movies. So I think it can work, and it can work really well. 
But what yeah. happened was on the back of the success of games such as those, people started looking at movies for IP to sell their game instead of trying to make a game that was a genuine good crossover. You mean and basically reskin re a game to, to match the film? Yeah, basically. They were just, it was, it was a bit trashy. It was, uh, um, ooh, what IP is good? Oh, that IP is good. I'll stick that on my platformer, you know, <laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they would just have to be the main character, but there'd, there'd be no link to the film whatsoever, you know, because instead of making IP, which does take years to generate a good new IP, they were just piggybacking on, on, on movies because they thought movies was a, more of a success, you know? So anyway, whatever. Um, yeah, I think I... I think that you, you sort of touched on something there, but that where where a film has been, sorry, where a game has been intended to be released for a film at the time of release, or the same summer as a big blockbuster film, there's, there's obviously been a lot of pressure to get that game out. Oh, yeah. Because they've got a deadline to, to, to meet. Whereas when, when a game, so I think, for example, the Die Hard trilogy that you're referring to, that you worked on yeah did you still did you have that restraint or was it there was there a little bit of flexibility because i don't remember it being launched at the same time as the film but we missed the film we missed it we missed it by a whole year but then we right. timed it we, we timed it with a dvd release and and um cable okay so that makes sense but plus yeah. Because because you weren't necessarily tied to those restraints, you or at least less so. You hopefully had uh, sort of less stress, less pressure to to release a game that quickly. Therefore, more time to hone it and tune it and QA it and and, and make it the best product you could. Yeah, in yeah. a reasonable time frame. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, we were getting yelled at, but you know, but but. Uh, also, we did something, you know, we didn't try to, we took the highlights, like the essence of the, each movie, and, and, and from the essence of each movie, we made perennial arcade game, rather yeah. than, you know what I mean, rather than yeah. everybody always goes to first person shooter for some reason. You know, although in Alien, first person shooter was, was what we made, because it suited it so well. Mm. But we made a perennial arcade game and with with all the hallmarks of the movie, you know, like, you know, you, you, you you're playing McLean and you're barefoot in Die Hard one. So yeah. if the bad guys break glass around you, you take damage if you walk across it, you know, so like little things like that. But um, but the question was about the timing. So we missed we would have loved to have come out when Die Hard three came out. We missed it by a year because we were too ambitious with our design, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. But um, but the game worked, you know, and, and it worked well. And I think people then went, oh, we can make games based on movies and that'll give us instant IP, which will increase our sales. Yay. Mm -hmm. You know, like the next Die Hard game that came out wasn't based on a movie at all. It had bullet time in it. It really should have done well. It was a great game, but I don't think it did very well at all because I think by that time that game came out, 
people were sick of people that, you know, people were quite negative about movies becoming games because they'd been, like you said, so much garbage came out. Yeah, it'd been far too many times. Yeah. Um, I, unless it was something really generic. I, I remember, um, gosh, Aladdin and The Lion King platform games. So the classic platformer with with the Lion King skin or whatever, with the music, etc. And they work perfectly for, for young kids who have been given the game gear for that Christmas or whatever. But And that's, so Disney, I guess, had a great way in. And of course, you then also had Lego doing a Lego version of a film title. So the now, Harry Potter that Star really Wars, worked, so. though. The Lego games worked because, it, you know, it was for the kids. And I don't know, there was just something about it that was perfect. Well, it had that, it was, it was entertaining because it was generally funny anyway. Yeah. So it had that constant trope. It had, it was visually appealing. Um, you also had lots of unlockables as well. So all the characters unlock, um, different abilities, um, different ways of finding different types of blocks. The, uh, the goal to, 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 to get all, uh, however many coins per level, yeah. big achievements and things like that, which would also unlock characters and stuff. So it kind of came full circle. It was a great, great way of utilizing um, movie IP. It, it, it was. I think the Lego games did it really well. And because, you know, because the games were built for kids, but frankly, I bought them for my kids. And like, I'm a completionist. <laughs> like, I, I 100%ed the whole Star mm. Wars. But okay, so there you go. The Lego games, guys. There, there were six, six Lego, six chapters of of six different Star Wars movies made into Lego games. But you know, it was great. I absolutely, I hundred percent of them. You know, and the kids were like, what? "I'm like, no, no, go play with something else." You know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, then they did Lord of the Rings. Lego did, but I. Um, That's right. And that was equally good, but they had a really good. So yes, okay, I agree with you. There were certain genres that you could kind of put anything into, and you could mm. still get the essence of the movie. You know, Lego when they did the the DC Comics stuff, when they did the Batman stuff. I'm like, this this is great. This is really Batman representative, but it's its own game. But it's also more of that thing that I love about. The Lego games. Yeah. But there were some yeah. atrocious ones out there. But I love now let's talk, let's flip it on its head. Okay. And for those of you who are joining, uh, we're talking about movie game crossovers. And um we we as as the new Star Wars game was released, Jedi Survivor, we put a question to everybody: how many Star Wars games on console and PC? do you think have been made over the years? Okay. And so you guys can, um, you can put that in the Twitter text or in the discord. No, probably not the discord text, put that in the Twitter text and, uh, and, and we'll do the reveal when, uh, towards the end of the show. Okay. But let's talk about the other, let's talk about now when games started becoming movies, that was very interesting. Probably Tomb Raider might've been one of the first ones. Oh, uh, Mario. Well, the latest, Mar the Mario, I'm sorry, that is, such, that is such a perfect movie. It is exactly 
everything that I would like. They did it very well. It's everything that okay. I would like for a game becoming a movie. But in contrast, mm-hmm. the first Mario movie came out in when? Mm. Oh, the first Mario movie, the human Mario movie. Yeah, with Bob Hoskins and, oh uh, and Dennis Hopper. Was that really awful? Uh, it was. It, it was the, one of the first, from what I remember, anyway. One of the first movies. Sorry, one of the first games to be made into a movie. And to be fair, you know, <laughs> when there's so little available, and you get some kind of representation of something that you love so much, yeah. and you play so much, you, you'll take anything. However, <laughs> it was a little bit crap. It, was um, it really was. I've, yeah, okay. I've not even dared to rewatch it with my kids or with my, <laughs> with my with my kids because I think it would be so disappointing. I'm it's sure that it had some great bits. It yeah, I mean the, the the Coopers. Sorry, the the um um oh golly the Goombas. Goombas. Yeah, the Goombas. Um were basically just people with small heads or oh, lizard heads, <laughs> tiny little lizard head. And, and I was like, what was that? It just appears that somebody's taken the IP and the <laughs> idea of a plumber from Brooklyn in another world. But yeah, they, okay. yeah. that's it. That's where, that's, that's where the line is drawn. Yeah. There's, there's, there's reference to King Cooper. Well, Bowser being um, uh, Dennis Hopper and, it was shocking, absolutely shocking from what I remember. But, but the latest one was brilliant. It was yes. everything that I would want out of out of a Mario movie. Like they and did you, it with such excellence, you know? Oh yeah. And you exactly what of, they were doing. Loads of throwbacks, loads of hints on this and that, and like they even had the original actor who went, Woohoo! You know, they had I know. guest voice, you know, guest in the in the that was just in, brilliant. He was uh, in the diner, wasn't he? Was he was he playing a video game in the background or something? The, he, he's actually in two or three times. He's like once at the start of the movie and once at the That's end. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it was love, a lovely nod. I, and I, I remember sort of the first complaints in the trailers was um, uh, was was uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah, um, doing the voice. But to be fair, yeah, at the moment the film started. Didn't even think about it. He, you know, he embodied or embodied. He voiced Mario. He was the voice of Mario. Wrote really well. Yeah, um, I yeah. don't know whether that's still a, 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 you know, if everybody else had the same opinion, but it was perfectly acceptable. Um, yeah, the kids and I, we absolutely, we we adored it. I mean, from my nine-year-old to my nineteen-year-old, you know, <laughs> we're a big yeah. Nintendo family anyway. You know, because I it's, I call it the family console. You know, so um, oh, it really is. But you know what? You know some other movies like okay, Tomb Raider. Everybody just wanted to see Angelina Jolie in the shorts, basically. You know, so you know yeah. that probably did very well. But it's I think it's hard to get Tomb Raider wrong because it's just Raider of the Lost Ark with a girl, uh, you know, with a female. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I, I quite like the new the the, the remake the, the the reboot one. Oh, with Alicia Vikander, you like that one. I yeah. think I enjoyed that too, actually. But it was just just a great romp. Um, the first two were, were good with with Angelina, yeah, yeah. for sure. 
Um, when they gave her a love interest, I think everybody went, no, I'm her love what? interest, you know, and everybody, <laughs> and everybody got mad. <laughs> it's just not necessary. It was totally unnecessary to, to further was, the plot, I know. Was it the second one where she thumped a shark? Oh, yes, I think it was. It was hilarious. <sighs> very funny uh, that, that, we really did kind of ruin it right from the beginning uh, unfortunately uh, what I mean. about okay what about resident evil movies what about resident evil movies okay i've got do we like i think i've only seen one of them i, I i'm i yeah i'm not the right person to answer that from uh, what i've seen and um, yeah oh man there were uh, have you block fest right there there were a bit you know but but I like Mila Jovovich, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think she was great in the role. Um, you were, you know, Resident Evil is a good one because, hey, guys, uh, in the future, coming up, one of our guests over the course of the next month, we are going to have Tim Cheney, who is uh, the president, who was the president of Virgin Interactive Europe, and he is the man who brought Resident Evil to Europe. He gets accredited with that, but he's going to be one of our guests on the show. In, uh, in the next few weeks, we will, as soon as we confirm which day that's going to be, we will get that out to you guys so that you guys can come join and, um, and hear from Tim. Anyway, yeah, forward to that. so, uh, you know, Assassin's Creed, was that a good movie? Was that a good crossover? What do we think it, of that? It Prince wasn't of well received. Prince of Persia was good fun. I enjoyed whether it. Re really, yeah, I, I don't know whether it really reflected the game fantastically well, but as far as a, a fun romp as a film was concerned, it was it was good as, as I remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 so Carlos has posted this really interesting thing. He's talking about the last Resident Evil game had modding on it, and people it was a huge success because they added the ability to add mods, and people absolutely loved it. There were some brilliant videos out there of people modding with extremely inappropriate i i do not approve my wife does not approve <laughs> of such things but um, very very funny stuff um yeah anyway uh back to what do we think so guys let's talk let's get back to let's get back to a slightly different version of the topic okay so we got movies becoming games we got games becoming movies now for those of you who don't know, games several years ago, games began to surpass movies on gross, you know, mm -hmm. uh, gross takings. And, at, and, and even a few years ago, games began to, uh, games overtook movies and music and TV combined for gross revenue. Wow. Anyway. Such an influence video games has had that now game technology is being used in movies. You know, for the, a lot of you know already, the Avatar movies were using game technology to make those really cool worlds. Um, more recently, The Mandalorian That's has right. been using the Un, what is it, uh, Unreal uh, 5 engine? It's using the Unreal 5 engine. Um, but it's also using what they're calling the volume. So they are in real time creating the world around them that they're acting within. So that was the Mandalorian and I understand um, 
more more as well. But uh, certainly Mandalorian and and Obi Wan, the Obi Wan TV series as well. Yes. And of course, the more they do it, the, the bigger it's going to become. Uh, more and more studios around the world, if they haven't already, are going to be adapting this and taking it on. I, I mean, because if they can film the whole series of The Mandalorian all inside the void, just just recreate everything, you know, CGI, and then just have a few props. I mean, of course, they're, they're still, obviously they've got, you know, physical effects there, because of course Grogu is, uh, is a physical uh, puppet. And, yeah. And all that, so so they're sort of able to create a balance that works really well. Um, and of course, Andor sort of almost broke that mold by them just going back out into the in, into the uh, into the real world, and and all of Man, um, Andor is is recorded out, you know, is is filmed uh, on location. Yeah, so that looks yeah. fantastic for the fact that's still on location. Yeah, yeah so yeah. as long as they kind of find a good balance, I think we're going to be in, you know. In good hands, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I love the Mandalorian. It's just, I mean, come on, it's just a Western set in space, but there's just something so wonderful and charming about it. And I'm not talking about uh, Baby Yoda either. You know, I I just love the whole kind of concept of it, and the fact that it is made with video game technology. You know, is I I, I you know having been in games home, as long as I have, I just think that's just so cool. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, have, have you seen any of the um, uh, the demo reels for Unreal Five? Some of the lighting it. effects and things are absolutely amazing. Well, maybe maybe <laughs> maybe it's time to switch to that technology. Hmm. We oh, need wow. to talk. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is it is stunning, absolutely <laughs> stunning. Um, and obviously, there are more games certainly. Uh, games in this last year have started coming out using Unreal 5. Uh, I believe, actually, Jedi Survivor's on Unreal 5. Ah, now that makes perfectly sense. That makes perfect sense, right? Yeah. Well, okay. Looking as good as it does. Um, though, even though it came out, I think it was last Friday or last Thursday it came out, um, all the, yeah. the reviews yeah. I've seen have been really, really good, but I hear uh, the PC version hasn't been received so well because uh, it's... It's apparently running very slow, even on really powerful PCs. The frame rate's really low. Ah, but hopefully they'll, they'll fix that and they'll be quickly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, they're they're, they're going to regret that if they don't fix that quickly. So yeah, I'm sure they'll go back on. Patching time. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So guys out there, you know, um, you know, we'd we'd like to hear from you. You know, what's your favorite game? favorite video game to movie adaptation and uh you know and this is what game would you like to be to see made into a movie we'd love to hear from you stick your answers in this in our twitter space so that we can have a look and um and and uh, they might be who knows your your stuff might become a topic in uh, one of the future throne of games so uh, we are getting to the end. We've got about seven minutes left today. So, John, what game would you like to see made into a movie? What movie would you like to see made into a game? Oh, man. Okay. Um, well, actually, my <laughs> the, the one game that I've been playing quite a lot this last couple of years is Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, that 
I know they're making into into a movie, so I'm quite lucky with that one. Mm. So that that's that's going to be pretty exciting because it already looks great as a game. Yeah. Um, do you know what? Honestly, I'd like to see a follow up to World of Warcraft or Warcraft. I know they're Somebody not going to because it wasn't movie. very. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's David Bowie's well. son. Right. Did it do he, well? Uh, um, I don't think it did as well as far as box office takings, but I think it's been sort of fairly well received in general. But it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't successful as far as Hollywood's concerned. So I don't. Right. At least right. that's as I remember. Now I may be wrong, but uh, yeah, it seems, certainly seems to be getting a bit of a. A renaissance uh, on the TV. I've seen it being repeated, you know, almost every other day uh, on Sky recently. So you yeah. never know. But that could definitely do another redo. I think. I think that could. Yeah. I. You know what? I would love to see Dungeon Keeper. I think that could be a really funny movie. It could be really brilliantly done. Like the, you know, the annoy, you know, the movie from the perspective of. You know, the evil lair keeper going, oh, he's so annoying, these heroes all the time, you know, and you could just have a real blast with that, you know, that that would just be fun, you know. You know? To be fair, I mean, obviously, Dungeons and Dragons, at least I believe it's done well. It looked good. I, I really enjoyed watching it when it was at the cinema. Oh uh, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I heard I heard it was really good. So Carlos has put in, of course, The Witcher. That was great. That was that that yes. was done very well. And apparently, Henry Cavill is being is going to be doing a Warhammer, a series like on Netflix or something like that. That'll be. That's I right. think that'll that'll be good. He's investing. I, I don't know physically how much or has been invested into, but he's investing his his time into creating the whole Warhammer. 40k universe so it's going to be a you know a big big series yeah um, i believe it's all going to be on amazon actually oh amazon so, okay yeah yeah they're they the others who throw money uh, into a uh, cool new series and all that jazz so and uh and okay so um and what about the other way around oh uh, well, hold, hold on just just before we do step off that, yeah okay um the other one that's quite interesting um there's another so, as you know, there's loads of, of games to movies coming out at the moment and have been over this last year or so. Yeah. So Uncharted, Last of Us, which was really good. Yeah. Um, latest trailer, which came out a couple of days ago, I don't know whether anybody's seen this yet, is Gran Turismo. Oh. They've made a movie of Gran Turismo. Uh, right. There's a few, few famous faces in it as well, and apparently it's based on a true story. Okay. So uh, watch out for that one. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It looks like the idea is that, uh, in a bit of a last starfighter kind of way, um, they've, they've been, uh, checking out some of all the, 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 the great players, whether it's esports or or whatever. As I say, I've only watched the trailer once. So, so they found somebody who plays the game really, really well. And they've decided to put him in the seat of a, of a actual racing car, uh, And and actually, no, sort of train him up to be a proper racer. Now, as I said, I believe this is based on true story, or at least <laughs> some true events. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, they're throwing him into a proper racing car, and uh, uh, and I guess it's going to be a, I don't know, a, a dark horse story. 
Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, underdog, sorry, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. So, underdog, yeah, watch the trailer. Yeah. It looks, it looks ace. Um, I'm not sure about the storyline itself. Yeah. But yeah, you know, if it's if it's based on true story, then maybe it's it'll maybe sort of add to the credence and the fun of it. Um, but of all the games, I mean, it wouldn't have been a game I would have turned into a movie. I, but. It, it's, it's not a game I would have turned into a movie. No, no. For sure. I mean, know, it just I, it looks like Days of Thunder all over again. Wow. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. I'd like to see Hello Neighbor turned into you know hello neighbor i do yeah yeah (laughs) i i mean look hello neighbor kind of came from it came from those kind of movies the spy on your neighbor kind of movies but now i'd like to see it flipped back on its head and uh you know it'd be really that'd be really interesting i think but wouldn't it just be a remake of rear window is it rear window the yeah, rear window. Film? Yeah, update an updated rear window, I suppose, to some extent, you know. So, but with uh, kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It could be I just think it, it could be a lot of fun. That's all, you know. <laughs> anyway, so guys, yeah, we yeah. are near the end. We've got two minutes left. Um right. Um, so just kind of wrap up today. Um there's been lots of so, if you've got questions about time raiders, this is brought to you by Time Raiders. I think our game would make an excellent movie in the future. You know, it has a, it kind of already took a little bit of homage from Time Bandits and it's a mad, 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 mad world. Um, You know, I'd like to see, I'd love to see, I think our game has great potential in the future. And there, I mean, the closest thing I've seen to it, uh, themes is that Loki series that was done on disney i really enjoyed that with the all the kind of time conundrums um that's right you know as i thought it was really brilliant and obviously the uh the latest doctor strange movie has got the alternate universes which and the latest and the star wars uh not star wars um uh spider-man movies playing with that theme of alternate universes Mm. um you know, I think Time Raiders would make a, an excellent movie or an excellent series, probably a series because you, you could do absolutely just so much with it. Um, if you've got questions about Time Raiders, the game, please join our Discord channel. Put them in there. That is the best place for Time Raiders related questions. Um, and to get to the answer of today... Um, how many games do you think have been created from Star Wars movies on consoles and PC? Did we have some responses? I'm just having a look. I can't quite see. Oh, no, I don't think anybody has responded. Well, guys, John, do you want to do the reveal? Yeah. Okay, so this is not including mobile games, not including pinball. It is including... Um, Arcade games, not including expansions, there is uh, recorded at least 90 to date, and that's including latest Jedi, uh, Jedi Survivor, 90 games, 90 different games. 90, um, nine, zero. We only had one response, which was rhubarb saying too many. <laughs> <laughs> there oh, was a time where you slapped Star Wars on anything and it would be a success. So yeah, I kind of agree with you. But there were some great games made. Definitely. I was gonna say there's some gems amongst less 
less less good games. But yeah, there's some great fun ones in there. Yeah. Um, and going through the list myself last night, remembering what I've played. Uh, yeah, you're right. There there's some proper um, raspberries, but uh, there's some <laughs> really really fun games. I mean, you got if you remember the the Super Star Wars games on the Super Nintendo were great platform games inspired by the original trilogy. Yes. Um, you've you've got um, oh the Dark Forces games, which turned into the Jedi Knight games with Carl. Yeah, Katan. I know the Bioware uh, games were great. You know, I think exactly. Yeah, games. and um, yeah, so that that was um, Knights of the Old Republic. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant games. And then Old Republic, which is the MMO that came out of that, which I believe is still going. I think that had an expansion pack maybe a year or so ago. Yeah, that's going to be at well, least you know, what, 15, and, and, 10 to 15 years old. And then, you know, Mobile Galaxy of Heroes is, you know, one of the, you know, still doing well. Big old giant multiplayer RPG battle game. I mean, in fact, yeah. my other game that I'm doing called Battle Rise, we were playing, we were playing um, Galaxy of Heroes and we went, hey, this would be really cool with Lord of the Rings type characters in it. And so, and you know, and so we started making that up. My other game, Battle Rise, so based on just that one, that one throwaway sentence. So, nice. Yeah, that's a really good game, the uh, the Galaxy of Heroes too. Yeah. Uh, another couple would, would, that are worth a mention, um, especially recent ones, which was uh, Star Wars Squadrons. Yeah. Um, which is first person space shooter, yeah. and if you have um, the ability to play it in VR. That is brilliant. That is oh. so much fun. Many hours wasted on that already. Very, very cool. Very cool. Right, um, guys. Well, we are we are at the end. Um, we thank everybody for joining us today. It was a pleasure to be with you. Uh, we will see you back next Thursday. Um, we're going. We are looking for um, a special guest for next week. So as soon as we know who it is and confirm it, we will get that out to you so that you can tell your friends come and join us on the throne of games and obviously you can still join the time raiders live beta you can still get access just message us on discord this show is sponsored by time raiders and so i will be heading back into the future just to check that everything's going still going well bless you guys we will see you again soon